Hi, this is Rich Nelson of Escape to Swami. Welcome to this very special edition of Finnish Football Shorts Behind the Quarantine. I had a chance to speak to the sporting director of the Vegas Liga Champions Cups, Jonny Lindblom, about how the club are coping with the closure for coronavirus and uh, their ambitions and hopes for the rest of 2020. Do, do you get a lot of these requests for interviews and updates yeah you know you get you get some some questions but it's it's so difficult to have have the proper answers for for you know because it's such a weird situation but we're just trying to cope and find a solution to stay i guess in your sort of short time of cups no one would have ever expected anything like this it's not an ideal way to start a title defense no, no, and you know, in a way, it's extremely frustrating because we feel that we got a really good squad for next season, and we we had a very good preseason. Team was looking good. All the players they were in a great shape, and we, you know, we were hoping to hit the form straight away from April. And now, obviously, players they they've been training on their own, and now we start training in small groups, but. It's it's like starting the preseason all over again. Yeah, I mean the things have been off for I guess over a month now. But um, in terms of, I mean the day we're recording this, sort of the middle of April, I know Cubs and, and a few other clubs have started training within the government guidelines. Um, I mean, there's only so much a person can do individually when you're playing a team sport. Um, in, in your role as sporting director, do you get a lot of sort of chance to monitor what they're doing well no really obviously we started uh when this virus started in finn we we put all the players and all the staff for for the summer holiday so for that one month period you know the player they just need to keep up their fitness on their own so we can't really you know give them any tasks or program for what to do so for for players for the past few weeks it's all about you know keeping their fitness level high as possible uh but it's it's difficult to you know have the same intensity in the trainings when you work on your own and you know of course all the players that they are they are playing football on their own or in in small groups but for example in Kuape, it's it's a difficult situation because all the all the football pitches are locked up <clears throat> even even the stadium it's not you know we we've been able to all the players have been able to train in the stadium in small groups and on on their own but now we start the because we need to renew the pitch so that work starts next week so it's it's difficult to find a solution after next week where the players can play okay well um obviously the, i was going to ask you about the pitch actually because i know there were there were some issues around that um I don't think anything had been announced, but obviously this gives you an ideal time to actually do that ahead of the start of the season, whenever that yeah. is. Yeah, because the initial plan was to, I think the initial plan was to do it in mid-May, so now we can do it a little bit earlier, which is which is one of the positive because you need to find some positives from this difficult situation. So now we can do the pitch before we start the season. And it's good to obviously we're we're still in a position where, again, not being a, an expert of any kind, um, 
we don't know when next year's Champions League qualifiers will start. So um, at least that, I, I know there was some. Again, everything's a rumor at the moment. There were talk about maybe playing the games elsewhere, but at least now, if that pitch is done in time, you can actually play the games in Corpia. Yeah, that, that's what we are expecting. Obviously, you know, our CEO is dealing with the pitch issue, and so he knows he knows more about that. But in an ideal situation, we can play the Champions League games at home. When that will be, you know, mm. no, no. So obviously, UEFA, Finnish FA, Vegas Liga, all the government bodies, you know, we are just trying to come up with plans how to start the season, when to start the season. But there's so much we can do because obviously, in the end, it's it's not down to us to decide when we start playing. Well, I think I think the biggest issue is that uh, we I think early in the summer we could start the season. Uh, behind the closed doors, but for us and I think for for most of the clubs in the Bakers League, that's not a solution because you know we are not going to get gain any, any revenue by playing behind the closed doors and financial aspect. That's the biggest problems problem in this situation. Yeah, and I guess another difficulty would be that Cups have a new coach. Who yeah. I mean, he's, he's I know he's been there a few months, but trying to integrate various new signings and whatever tactical ideas he has um, it must be a, a challenge yeah obviously you know when we you know even though we won the league there, there's been big changes at the club uh, we have a new head coach new assistant coach quite a few new players uh, so in in a way you know we get more time to for the players to understand the new tactics and and so on but like I said, we felt that we had a really good preseason. Um, the players understood what the new head coach wants from them, and we we started we started the Finnish Cup. I think it was the first game against Haka away. It wasn't it wasn't good performance, um, but the more games we played, we we started to look really good. And so it's. It's always, you know, you read all these speculations in the media, you know, who's going to be in the top. But we are, we, we are very confident that we have a very good team and we're going to be challenging for the title again. Um, I've seen you'd made quite a few signings. It was nice to see um, Nisila come back on loan. Um, what sort of challenges have you got with the new signings? I mean, especially the, they had a couple of new foreign players. Are they still in Finland or have they gone back to their home countries? Mm. Yeah, all all the players are in Finland except uh, the Norwegian left back, left back Mats Hockenstad. He's he's in Norway, uh, and then Atspuria is in Estonia. Uh, besides that, all the players are in Kuopio. Okay, um, and have you got to the point yet where it becomes an issue with contracts? Uh, not really. Uh, it, you know, we we just need to follow the situation, see what happens. I think with the loan players, we we loan three players. Uh, so with those those three players, it's it might be a bit more tricky than with the players we got on a permanent deals. Now, before you were the sporting director at Cups, you were in for quite a long time. Uh, and seeing this from from the other side. Are you still getting offered a lot of players or is there still any opportunity for a people? I suppose you probably get sent YouTube videos on a daily basis still. Yeah. No, actually, it's been surprisingly quiet. Obviously, you know, I was an agent for, for nearly 10 years and I, I still got 
loads of mates who are agents all around the world and I speak to them on on weekly basis and you know based based on those discussions there's nothing happening not even in the bigger leagues no clubs are recruiting at the moment so it's very very weird situation in the world of football yeah I think following it from from our side of things anyway it's interesting where you know we're in a position where 2020 was going to be such a big year for Finnish football um, with the Euros being moved. Um, were you aware of what sort of plans Coops had in place to to make the most of the Euros, and, and are they the sort that might be able to be moved to next summer? No, we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, it's it is it is very disappointing and frustrating because finally, you know, after all these years working with the Finnish football, we we felt that now Finnish football is on the rise. National team was doing well, and obviously. Coops won the league, so you you had so, such a big hopes for 2020, and now you know <laughs> everything is uncertain. So it's it is disappointing, but it's it's the same all around the world now, and it's the it's a global problem, and we just need to be patient. But you know we know football is going to be football will be back, and after that, you know I think we'll appreciate football and sports more. One thing I thought I'd ask as a, as a general question, because I, I know quite a few of the, the listeners to the podcast um, are based in England, and, and in England we're still, some people, some clubs are still holding on to the old system where the manager is the king. What, as a sporting director, now there's an understanding that, that your role is, is different. How does that work in sort of a modern football club? I think, you know, obviously England, it's uh, sporting directors are on that 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 common compared to continental Europe but I think more and more you know Premier League clubs and championship clubs they are starting to have sporting directors I think it's uh, in in a modern world and in a modern football you need to have a you know manager he can't do all the work on his own so for example at Coops obviously I'm responsible for recruiting and scouting players um, dealing with agents doing the contracts and so on but in the end it's the head coach who has the final say so I'm not gonna you know even though I find a player who I really like and really want to bring to the club you know if the head coach disagrees it's you know it's his decision so you need to have a very good cooperation with the head coach and with the rest of the coaching staff to 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 make it work okay um and obviously in, in again in your previous role um one of your sort of big I would say discoveries, but one of the big players that you were involved with was uh, Alfredo Morelos. Do you still um, keep in touch with him, and, and are you still enjoying that his success at Rangers was, I would say, a surprise because I mean, a lot of people saw him in in Finland doing so well. But are, are you surprised at how well he did? Uh, you know, I, I don't think we expected him to do that that well at Rangers straight away, uh, but. Soon as because we started working with Morelos, it was it was years ago when he was in in Colombia. He was he was considered as a as a big talent, but you know he he was unlucky with injuries. He didn't make it uh, independiente properly. And one year before we took him to Helsinki, we had we had offers from uh, Benfica, Everton, you know similar similar offers than what we, we we were able to bring him to HAK uh, loan with option to buy but at the time his market value was around 2 million 
and then then he was just you know he was unlucky uh, he didn't play much he, he was injured and he's his market value came down, uh, but soon as when, when he came to Finland, you know, it was difficult. Obviously, it was difficult for him in, in the beginning because he didn't speak any English. It was new culture for him, but you know, he, he's always been a hard worker. Uh, so when when we sold him to Rangers, you know, I knew that he's going to be he will score goals for Rangers. But you know, it's 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 been a fantastic fairy tale, and I'm I'm still in touch with Alfredo and with his wife and. One of his agencies, one of one of my best friends in the, in the football. So it's it's a joy to watch his watch his story and when he moves to a bigger club. Fingers crossed that uh, you might be able to dig up some more Golfer Cups in the next couple of years. Um, so as as a Coops fan, it'd be nice to to have something to to hold over and not one of the older Freddie Adu type signings. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know it was a you know obviously it was a good time for me to come to Coops, but there are many things I want to achieve at the club and to, to do things with differently. Uh, you know, one of the plans, you know, we want to have a squad with re- more reset value, which wasn't the case when I arrived to the club, but you can't do all the changes during the one transfer window you want to achieve in the long, longer period. So it's, it's something, you know, I've enjoyed, you know, I've been there for seven, eight months now and, I really loved it from from day one, and hopefully, hopefully we can build the club to the next level and you know compete for the titles regularly and bring in more more young talents from Finland and from abroad as well. This is, I mean, I've I've been following Coops anyway for probably best part of eleven or twelve years, and um and watching it now, that it's interesting seeing that there's still young players coming through, but there seems that all. Oh, Certainly last year, anyway, it's hard to see about this year, but that that blend seemed to work a lot better. And um, are you hoping for more academy players or more players from the the farm team coming through? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, when you know, I've been living in in South Finland all my life, so Kuopio was a not so well known region to me. And when I went there, I could see straight away that how much it means to the local people to have local players in the team. So we want to, you know, develop more more young players with more our own players to the first team. And to be honest, I don't think our academy is doing well enough at the moment. We we are not producing enough good players. Uh, so that's something we we want to change in the future. Uh, obviously, it takes a lot of work to achieve that. But did you have any involvement in the um, the TV show playoff? Uh, yeah, obviously I was involved in the show but I didn't know about that in advance I was just informed that Coops will be participating in the in the TV show and if I want to play a role in it you know now it's been done uh, I think it was it was all right but it could have been done better there were quite a few issues uh, with doing such a TV show for the first time uh, obviously it's difficult to find the right time we filmed it filmed it in early january and which was roughly four months before the season starts so it's it's quite difficult to find solutions how you can keep the the winner as a secret and and so on so i think it was uh, it was interesting and but i'm not sure the end product was as good as we were hoping for 
Well, uh, hopefully if they uh, they do another series and uh, we'll see, maybe this time next year we'll be talking about the uh, the next big thing. Yeah, maybe about you know. I... I think I think what is fascinating for for football fans and sports fans in general is is to see what happens behind the scenes. So therefore, I would I would prefer some kind of documentaries than you know reality shows. But for me, it's you know no matter what the show is, when you see something that what happens behind the scenes, that's always always interesting. Yeah, I mean, Coops have launched their own podcast, uh, Mullimaki, in yep. the last few months. That seems to be doing quite well. Uh, have you been on that at all? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was in one show. We were just uh, once we finalised the squad, we were discussing the recruitment process and the work behind the scenes during during the pre-season. And Vicky and Yuzu, they've been doing a really good job with the with the podcast. And I think, I think the quality of the podcast is is extremely good. Well, that's uh, it's got something that's definitely come along in in Finland in the last couple of years. I know. I mean, speaking myself, I'm sitting in my living room with the dog and a microphone, and uh, you know, we could call this a podcast. But it's um, a lot of the clubs are doing their own ones, and and a lot of fans are too, and it's nice to see. Um, I think it, I think that there's a big buy-in from the players. It seems like nice that. Even for me, of my very, after all these years, very poor grasp of Finnish, it's nice to hear foreign players because they're usually interviewed in English, which always helps. Yeah. One last thing I was going to say was, in terms of the the coops side of things, I mean, I I think the last time we were over was maybe three years ago, and um, was trying to buy a, a jersey, and I ended up walking all the way into the stadium into one of the offices before I uh, managed to actually find someone. It was, I even walked into a dressing room at one point. <laughs> the, the stadium, uh, again, this is another thing that's going to be put on hold for the foreseeable, but um, how far away are we thinking about the, the, the new stadium coming along? We are not far. We are not far. That's something uh, our CEO and owner has been working for, for years, and hopefully, and I think I, I, I haven't heard the latest updates uh, for for a month or so now, but I think we are very close to finding a solution. So hopefully in the near future we'll have a new stadium. Oh, lovely! As I was really looking forward to taking my kids to the Champions League game this season, but uh, I think it would have tied in very nice with my wife's birthday. I'm sure she wouldn't have minded uh, that on a, a nice Tuesday evening. Anyway, um, hopefully football returns quickly and safely I guess is the main thing um, and we can get back to having Coops win lots of games again which is always good uh, well, for me anyway Yone, thank you very much for this uh, really appreciate your time and um, best of luck for whenever the season starts Thank you, my pleasure, thanks for the invite